all the parables in the, um, in the gospel, this may be one that frustrates us the most. And to, to make it simple, it, it at times makes no sense. A worker who works one hour gets paid the same as the one who works the whole day. I don't know how many of us would just remain silent um, at that. But what if, but what if we were that worker who worked only one hour? Would we complain? Or would we be satisfied with our pay? Well, what Jesus is showing today in the gospel is that, that there is mercy. There is something greater than justice. What we are invited today in the gospel is to embrace this mercy, to love this mercy, to trust in this mercy. But to kind of make things real, I mean, it, it's easy, you know, um, it sounds easy. For example, you're in a school project, it's a team project. You know, we all know when, when we have projects or we may have been through this, there's always that one person who never shows up for any meetings, not available for any calls, any work, but will come on the last day when, there's present, when the presentation is due and will get what is needed at the end. You would be the one doing all the hard work but others take the credit. And we know what our feeling is. We'll be the ones grumbling, crying out to God, it's unfair, it's unjust. But the landowner knows what he's doing in today's gospel. Remember, he could have avoided this situation if only he would have paid the first group first and then paid the last group, whatever he wanted. But he was very intentional when he said, pay the last first. So what is the landowner trying to do? You know, why, why doesn't he do the other way? We, we hear in, in, um, in our first reading today from prophet Isaiah saying, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, not are your ways my ways, says the Lord. What, what, um, what the landowner really wants to do, he, he wants to provoke the first group. He wants to bring out into the open what he sees within. What he sees within these people is the disease of envy. And that is what he wants to bring out into the open. One of the gospel commentators writes this about envy. He says, envy arises when a negative passion within me distorts my way of seeing my neighbor. The force of the passion keeps me from seeing the truth about my neighbor and his situation. I see him as I want to see him in order to justify myself. So envy has to do with seeing. So there's another way for another word or another, I guess, 
meaning it's, it's called an evil eye, right? It only sees the bad, right? It sees the things that it wants to see. It does not see the whole picture. For example, it does not, like it is not seeing at this moment, it is seeing the un- injustice of the landowner, but it's not seeing the generosity of the landowner, the mercy of the landowner. And that is what envy does. So all, all, the, all that the first group of people had to do, rather than complain and grumble, is that they could have gone and told the landowner, you know what, I'm in a difficult situation. You know, I have troubles in my family. You know, I have my son that I send to university. I don't know how to pay his bills. I don't know how to pay the rent. I have a wife who is sick. What do you think the landowner would do? He would write a check to this person. Because this is who he is. He's generous. So we are called today to trust the landowner. To trust mercy. We got to, and part of this trusting is that we have to acknowledge, we have to acknowledge ourselves as being the last hired workers. Yes, um, we do not deserve all that we get. What saves us from envy is the love of Christ, the love that died on the cross. St. John of the Cross, reflecting on love, wrote, In the evening of life, we shall be judged by love. Right? When everything is over, how are we going to be judged? How did we love? How did we love God? How did we love our neighbor? That is what matters end of the day. It's not how just we were. So today we are invited to put aside any of these dark, cloudy thoughts of envy that we may have. Uh, these thoughts or these this eyes that does not see the whole picture, that wants to um, control the situation, just wants to see what it, what it, what it sees. Um, we are asked to look at God's mercy that is coming to love us. We're asked to put down the idols. Some of us make justice an idol, right? In today's society, justice is made an idol, even higher than God, but it cannot be. Prophet Isaiah, in today's first reading, again says these beautiful words. He says, let this crown scoundrel forsake his way and the wicked his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy, to our God who is generous in forgiving. So it's never too late for us to turn to God. He's always merciful, willing to accept us for this is who he is. He is generous. He is merciful. So let us go to this God. Let us be grateful that we have a God who is generous and merciful.